Ruthless Extra Time Podcast. I am uh, actually doing the podcast like on location. Um, I'm in sunny, or well, I don't even know if I can call it sunny, but because while the sun is out, it's kind of hazy, but I'm in San Diego right now. Um, you know, for all you people that have ever been to San Diego, I can't believe it's this damn cold. I mean, I understand that it's, you know, it's wintertime, it's early February or whatever, but um, it's cold. Like, if you think that you're going to be walking around, it's like 61, but if you think you're going to be walking around in a, in a t-shirt, I mean, you, <laughs> you going to freeze. Like, at, it's 61 degrees, and it's cold as hell in San Diego right now. Like, I don't know, I just, you know, I walked out of a building earlier, I had a little button up on, you know, and it was cold. Like, I, I, I couldn't believe how cold it was. It seemed like, you know, last week it was warmer in Germany than it is here now in San Diego. Um, don't get me wrong, the views are nice. You know, there's palm trees and everything. And, uh, you know, it looks nice, but it is cold here. Um, but, you know, it's my first time in California. Um, you know, San Diego seems like it's a pretty nice city. You know, a lot of good Mexican food. Um, but yeah, so um, been doing a lot of traveling. Friday, I was in Germany. You know, then Friday, I landed in Texas. And yesterday, I flew here to uh, Southern California. So I've been doing a lot of traveling. Um, as you can imagine, I have not been able to watch any games. Um, I just been, you know, getting the alerts on my phone and, you know, looking stuff up. Um, you know, plus because now I'm in the States, I've lost my beautiful soccer you know tv packages that i was completely taking for granted while i was in europe now i don't have access to those anymore um you know and i can you know once i actually finally have the place that i'm going to be living at i can get all these expensive packages that, that everybody's constantly complaining about to watch epl bundesliga you know and everything else la liga um but until then i'm just going to be you know picking up the games as i can um you know, seeing what's going on. I don't know. Um, I will be able to watch Mexican League. That doesn't seem like that's going to be an issue um, down in Texas. Um, so I'll definitely be um, talking about uh, the Mexican League a lot more. I think I mentioned that a couple podcasts ago. Um, I want to warn you guys that are listening. I am doing this from inside a hotel room. Um, and as I mentioned, it's cold, or at least I'm cold. Uh, so I got the heat on. So if that thing kicks on, you know, during, you might be able to hear it. Um, same thing if there's some knocks at the doors or, you know, planes flying over or whatever. I'm sorry, but um, this is the first time I'm doing the podcast, like, on location. So, uh, you know, just you got to bear with me a little bit. Um, this episode is going to be a little bit shorter because, you know, I'm here for a work-related thing and I don't have all of my normal resources. Um, plus, as I mentioned, unfortunately, I haven't been able to watch many games. So, um I hope everybody had a good weekend. I hope, unlike me, you guys were able to, uh, you know, catch some games. Um, hope you guys aren't jet lagged like I am right now. It's two o'clock in the morning in Germany, and I'm I'm pretty tired right now. You know, it's probably gonna take me like another, you know, four or five days to get completely, you know, used to it. Um, which also sucks because I moved from, I don't want to say moved, but I flew from Texas. You know, and now I'm two hours behind Texas in California. So. Um, I don't think that two hours is like going to affect me so much as the, the nine hour difference right now that I'm experiencing from uh, from Germany. But like I said, I hope you guys had a great weekend. Hope you guys got to, you know, do some stuff. And uh, yeah, let's just get into it. So, um, 
one of the things that I noticed and I've been talking about, you know, I don't know, two, three podcasts is about the Africa Cup of Nations and how they're, you know, the next iteration is going to be January, February time frame. It's going to be pulling players from, you know, some of the, the African players from some of the, the big leagues in Europe. And it was an issue before. And then in 2019, they decided to move it to the summer and it was in Egypt. And, you know, this next one's supposed to be in Cameroon. And, you know, I've covered all that uh, before. But uh, now Gianni Infantino, the FIFA president, he's saying that he doesn't think that the Africa Cup of Nations should be done every two years. Uh, it should be done every four years, which is something that I mentioned, you know, on the podcast recently. I think they should do it every every four years. It would make sense. It would put them back, you know, in line with Europe and South America. Um, and then I think next is going to probably be the uh, CONCACAF Gold Cup. I mean, you know, CONCACAF doesn't have the powerhouses, um, you know, that even Africa has. But, uh, you know, you've got the U.S., Mexico, Canada, um, and then like Costa Rica. Uh, but I don't, there, there really is no reason why CONCACAF should be doing it every two years. But back to the AFCON, um, I guess Gianni Infantino is going to try to entice Africa to switch to every four years so that it won't interrupt or interfere with the Club World Cup. Also, they'll be able to plan further out, so maybe they'll be able to schedule it so that it won't interfere with the European leagues, um, which I still think is funny because the World Cup next year is going to completely mess with all of the European leagues because they're having it, you know, essentially five to six months past where they normally do it. Um, the way he's going to try to entice them to, to switch it is, uh, I guess, by offering more competitions or changing it up to in the the youth level. So they're going to do like a U16 and like U17 World Cup or something like that. That's how he's going to try to entice the African teams or excuse me, the African Confederation to switch um, to every four years. I think it's going to take a while. I don't think that um, they're necessarily going to be able to make that switch. I think it's become something that's so you know, like a, a normal ingrained part of African football that they're not going to want to switch that. I mean, every four years, I mean, I don't know. They have the same amount of countries as, as Europe does. They don't have as many strong countries as Europe does in football. But uh, to me, it only makes sense. You know, it would make the, the tournament a little bit more uh, valuable, obviously. And it'll cut down on some of the logistic pro logistical problems that a lot of the teams in Africa have had. Uh, or not teams, but the the confederation has had, um, you know, like moving it from one country to another because of weather or because of political instability or corruption or whatever. Um, but also a lot of the African players use the AFCON in order to, you know, kind of put themselves out there so they'll get picked up by some of the leagues within Europe, you know, obviously because that's where the money is. Um, but I guess we'll see. I mean... I, I totally see where he's coming from, and like I said, I I'm the one that mentioned that, you know, a couple podcasts ago. So uh, who knows? I guess we'll uh, we'll see what happens. All right, so I'm gonna jump into the French league, um, league one. Um, I don't know if everybody saw this little dust up that Kylian Mbappe had with his coach uh, Thomas Tuchel. 
he got substituted. I think it was for uh, it was either for Icardi or Cavani. He got substituted for it was like, you know, in the I don't know, maybe just before the hour mark. And he threw like a hissy fit. I mean, you know, he's 20, 21 years old. And he basically was like, you know, they were covering their mouth so that, you know, you can't read their lips or whatever. But um, the coach was trying to talk to him as he's coming off and he's like trying to push past the coach. And then who knows what he was saying to him. And then he went and sat down and was like sulking. He didn't want to even look at the coach. And, you know, the only reason that he gets away with stuff like that is because of who he is. But uh, I mean, they were winning. I think they were winning four nothing at that time or it might have even been five zero already. I'm not even 100 percent sure, but. It's not a game that like he got pulled off and, you know, it was it, the game was level or they were up by a, a goal or something like that. And then he got pulled. Um, plus, you know, after all this drama that happened with Cavani, Cavani didn't end up moving to Atletico Madrid. Plus, Icardi, I mean, he's been playing pretty good. Again, you're up 5-0. I understand he wants to play. He doesn't really have anything to prove to anybody. You know, Real Madrid is still going to try to go after him in the summer. Um, but he he was he was pissed and he he went and sat down and was like just sulking like a child like you would think that like his mom just yelled at him in front of all of his friends and embarrassed him and he had to sit there and whatever but um you know obviously it was on national and international television and uh i don't know it's pretty (laughs) it was it was actually kind of crazy to see but um i don't think that's going to change anything i think because mbappe is like the star I think that he has enough pull that if he wanted to be like, yo, I want I want Thomas Tuchel out of there, he could probably put that into the uh, into the, the heads of the, the leadership of PSG because, you know, Mbappe is the star of that team, him and Neymar, um, you know, but the coach is there to make the decisions. Who knows what was said? Who knows what the reason was? You know, there's always contractual stuff that happens in the background. This player has to play X amount of minutes or X amount of games or whatever. And maybe he was thinking, yo, we're up 5-0 or whatever the score was at the time. Pull out uh, Mbappe and, you know, let it go that way. But, um, yeah, it was all over the news. Pretty big dust up. And it made uh, Mbappe not not uh, not look well. Um, in other news, um, let's see. Fellow American Timothy Weah, he's been injured. He hasn't really played much for, for Lille. Um, this season, he's been out for like five months, but he's gonna come back um, in a couple of weeks. Finally, play for uh, for Lille again. Um, and Neymar, he's gonna miss the next game um, with a rib injury. Um, yeah, so let's let's take a look at this table. Um, all right, we still got PSG sitting on top. Marseille's in second. Uh, Rennes in third. Lille in fourth. And Montpellier is in fifth with Lyon in sixth. Memphis Depay is, you know, he's done for the season. So, um, look to see Lyon completely fall out of the top six. Um, Monaco is sitting in 13. I mentioned, you know, before how they were the bottom of the table. Um, and right now they are, what, 11 points out of third place. They're only four four points behind uh, fourth place Lille, so anything can happen. You know they're in thirteenth, but you know it's a pretty tight race there, except up at the top, where PSG has a twelve point advantage over second place Marseille. Um, then the bottom bottom of the table, we got in eighteenth. We got Amiens. 
uh, in 18th, 19th we got Nim, and in last place we have Toulouse. I believe that's exactly how it was last week. Um, yeah. All right, so let's see. Moving on to La Liga. Um, we had a Madrid derby um, this past weekend. Uh, Kareem Benzema scored the only goal in that. Uh, I think this is the second time um, this year. Yeah, second time in just in 2020 that we've had a, a Madrid derby that, uh, or excuse me, Real Madrid has won. Um, so, I mean, they're doing pretty well. They're still sitting on top of the table. Uh, they're in first place with 49 points. Then Barca's three points behind them in second. And then Getafe's in third with Sevilla in fourth, Valencia in fifth, and Atletico Madrid in sixth. And then at the bottom of the table, we got, uh, I believe it's the same teams um, from the last podcast. We got uh, Leganis in 18th, Celta Vigo in 19th, and then Espanyol in dead last all right so let's go on to the bundesliga okay so it was only a matter of time before it happened but uh bayern munich is back on top of the bundesliga so bayern is on top with 42 points um and second we got rb leipzig with 41 and third we got borussia dortmund with 39 uh borussia mönchengladbach also have 39 and then in fifth, we got Bayer Leverkusen with 34. And then Schalke's in sixth, also with four. Um, bottom of the table in 16th, we got Werder Bremen with 17. In um, 17th, we got Fortuna Dusseldorf with 16 points. In 18th, we have uh, Paderborn with only 15 points. Which is oh, it's so upsetting to see uh, Bayern Munich back on top of the table. But, you know, like I said, it was only a matter of time before it happened. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how uh, how RB Leipzig does. Um, but you know, there's a possibility that uh, uh, Borussia Dortmund may jump up there. I mean, like I have been talking about before, Harling he scored again for um, Borussia Dortmund. I mean, that kid is just—he's ridiculous. I mean, uh, he's ridiculous. <laughs> And it's not like, you know, he's doing this. I mean, he was doing it in the, the league that he was in. But, you know, this is the Bundesliga now, you know. He scored in every match that he's been in so far. And it doesn't seem like he's going to slow down. I think the only thing that can probably slow him down would be uh, injury. I mean, you know, just wait till he's uh, just wait till he's in the, uh, in the Champions League. So, all right, let's see. Moving on now to Serie A. Um, See, Juventus still on top of the table with 51 points. Inter Milan in second with 51. Lazio in third with 49. Atalanta in fourth with 39. Excuse me, Lazio has 49. Atalanta is in fourth with uh, 39. Roma's in fifth with 39. And then Caligari is in sixth with 32 points. Bottom of the table, we got Genoa in 18th with 16 points. Uh, in 19th, we got Brescia with 15. And in 20th, we have Spal also with 15 points all right on to the premier league so not only did manchester united slip up 0-0 draw against wolverhampton wanderers wolverhampton is not a bad team you know somewhat understandable but my arsenal on the road 0-0 draw to burnley (laughs) which is it's just tragic and then the shock for me um we had tottenham 
knocking down Manchester City two to zero. I, d- I did not see that. I didn't see that coming at all. So the table, um, you know, it's it's it is what it is. We got Liverpool in first place with seventy three points. Manchester City in second with only fifty one points. Whew, that's crazy. Um, Leicester City's in third with forty nine, and Chelsea's in fourth with forty one. Tottenham's in fifth with thirty seven, and then Sheffield United in sixth place with thirty six points. Bottom of the table in eighteenth we got West Ham with twenty four. Um, in nineteenth we got Watford with twenty three. And in last place, 20th, we have Norwich City with 18 points. Man, that is that's pretty crazy. I It's upsetting to me, though, that I haven't really been able to watch um, a lot of these. But, uh, you know, I'll have I'll have a little bit a little bit more time, hopefully. Um, you know, once everything, you know, settles down a little bit more, I still I'm living in an Airbnb. So, you know, I have access to my computer, but uh I don't. I definitely don't have the access that I used to have for, uh, you know, watching all of the different, uh, the different leagues. So, um, but don't feel bad for me because you know I still have access to to the internet and everything. So, um, I mentioned in the beginning this is going to be a short show. Again, I apologize. I'm on the road. I only have one suitcase, and you know, but. Um, I want to say what's up to the guys over at Soccer Stupid. Um, thanks for the shout out on the show last week. It's always funny whenever Louis making fun of my my intro music. He, he always has something funny to say. Um, you know, I'm looking at you know coming up with something something a little bit better. You know, once I have more time to uh, to put something into that. But uh, thanks for the mentions you guys thanks for the thanks for the shout outs and i hope you guys you know get to to being back to to your normal you know once a week show i know like i mentioned um my last two podcasts life happens you know so once a month is what soccer stupid is going to go down to until you know these guys have time and you know they're able to you know bring us back the show that they uh they've had but you know it's all good still a great show still a great show so um With that being said, I'm going to end the show. I hope you guys have a great week. Um, Thanks for all the listeners that are, um, you know, continuing to listen to this show. And I apologize that, you know, the show is, you know, it's suffering a little bit because I'm making this transition in my life. But I appreciate each and every one of you. I hope everybody has a great week. Hope you guys can watch some football. And uh, I'll be back next week. I'll be back in Texas. Like I said, hopefully I'll get to catch some some matches this weekend. So thanks for listening. Have a great week. Talk to you guys next week. All right, bye.